if you're listening to this, you've lived through a year that's going to be in the history books. I think everyone was pushed out of their comfort zone. If they weren't, they really weren't human. On this episode of the AEP podcast, we're sitting down with Nick Akins, the CEO of American Electric Power. I think one of the central issues that a CEO needs to understand is what they don't know. Today, we talk with Nick about what it's been like to navigate one of the largest companies in the United States through one of the most unprecedented times in modern society. Thank you for joining us for the first episode of the AEP podcast. Today, we're talking with our CEO, Nick Akins. We caught up with Nick between meetings. We've experienced a lot in the past 12 months. Not only the pandemic, there's also been the Black Lives Matter movement with protests in the streets. And then that was followed by a contentious election, which was followed by civil unrest where people stormed the U.S. Capitol. These events are having a continued impact on our employees. They're impacting your life. And ultimately, they're events that continue to impact the business. How have you navigated this really complex and unprecedented environment that we're living in? Yeah, so the nature of being a CEO of a large company is changing dramatically. Uh, there's no question that, that uh, CEOs are taking a more prominent role uh, from a social standpoint. Uh, we have to ensure that, that the CEO is out there and showing the leadership necessary uh, not only to advance the company, but also to advance uh, AEP's position in our communities. And so that's going to be incredibly important for uh, anyone in the future. And you're seeing that across the board. I mean, many CEOs are becoming more vocal uh, when it comes to social issues, uh, other types of issues as well. So the, 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 the challenge of it being in a CEO position is that, I mean, you are living in a fishbowl and there are so many aspects of this job that's changed over time. It is all-consuming. Uh, it's really a commitment of your entire life uh, because uh, time doesn't stop, you know, after five o'clock. Uh, and and uh, there's always uh, things that you take personally um, when it comes to the company. Uh, for example, you know, HB six in Ohio uh, when that happened. Um, I was particularly irritated by that because of the impact it had on AEP. Of, 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 uh, and, and really, when you think about what we're trying to project as a company uh, and as a brand, uh, both being ethical, being uh, certainly very focused on support of our communities, um, uh, anything that detracts from that, you take personally. Financially, uh, you take that personally too, because there's expectations by shareholders of a continuous improvement of the company going forward. So it's 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 all those things together, and then you add the social aspects to it. You know how how you really focus the company going forward uh, after you know after the issues uh, that have gone on during the summer of of, uh, of 2020 and and into the rest of the year. And then with the election, <clears throat> certainly added more uh, uh, issues to it. So, so when you think about all those things coming together, uh, during COVID-19 has been a tremendously challenging time that we had to deal with issues that you normally would not have to have to deal with. And, and that's, that's going to be a continuing obligation for all of us uh, to focus on those changes and how we make this company better. 
a better place to work, a better place for employees to feel about working for this company, uh, but also a better place in the communities we serve. And those steps have to be very deliberate. It's a very complex time. This is probably requiring stretch from a lot of CEOs, not just you. Mm-hmm. And so could you give me an example or tell me about a situation where you really were kind of, I don't, maybe pushed out of your comfort zone or something where you really had to stretch in order to handle it during this past year? I think um, certainly with the social unrest that occurred, um, I think everyone was pushed out of their comfort zone. If they weren't, they really weren't human. Uh, It's important for us to take the high ground and focus on those things that we can uh, have an impact on going forward. Uh, You know, certainly uh, around the um, uh, issues in Minneapolis and then after that, and then, then of course, uh, the election itself on January 6th. Uh, those were those were significant issues that we had to respond to and had to be very public about. And I think I think everyone was out of their comfort zone, uh, but needed to be. So looking ahead to 2021, we know there are going to be a lot of changes in society, as we've kind of talked about, but also there are going to be a lot of changes at AEP in 2021. One of the biggest ones, Lisa Barton has been named Chief Operations Officer, and these have led to rearranging large parts of the organization. So can you tell me about how these changes came about? Well, certainly we look at, uh, and we have a very focused succession planning effort uh, at this company. And uh, we, we, in the process of doing that, uh, we make sure that we position potential candidates in every way that we can to ensure that they get the experience that they need uh, to uh, continue to be uh, viable to to not only run this company but also to be um, uh, executive management in this company. Lisa's ascension of the chief operating officer was an important step for her, uh, and and one where she truly gets a broad enterprise wide view uh, of the organization. And obviously, bringing all the operations under her uh, was something that was important uh, to uh, to me to ensure that that she did get the experience. The issue for her is to continue her development from a, from a um, you know, certainly from an enterprise wide standpoint uh, to be very focused in her efforts in in support of uh, areas that she needs to work on from a board perspective, and that's that's something in her development path that she understands and is very aware of. When you look at uh, other uh, other opportunities that exist, I think you're seeing really somewhat of a changing of the guard uh, that, that's starting to occur. And that's not the last of the moves. There'll, there'll be other moves because we're trying to map this organization to what's truly needed in the future. And you saw uh, Therese Risch join the company. Um, and, and she's done an outstanding job from a chief information technology officer perspective. Uh, and of course, uh, you've seen other changes as well. And so we'll continue to refine the organization. And, and as I said earlier, sort of a changing of the guard going on uh, as we plan forward. And, you know, there'll be, there'll be life after me for AEP. There'll be uh, certainly uh, uh, life after every other individual that's, that's in my age bracket. As we experience this changing of the guard, do you have any advice for those coming after you? There's uh, several different aspects of this job 
of what's required in this job. And I think one of the central issues that a CEO needs to understand and exhibit is what they don't know. I've been very fortunate to have uh, surrounded by so many, so many smart and successful individuals. And that's not just at the executive levels, that's at the front lines of the organization who gave me input of things that need to be done with, with this company. Uh, a CEO has to take in so much from so many people, but, but that's the point. Uh, you should be. If you're not, uh, then you could be leading the company in a very different direction. And uh, it's, it's not good to ma be making um, any kind of decisions uh, purely in a vacuum. And actually, when I have conversations with my executives uh, in particular, uh, and they'll change my mind about a lot of things. I mean, I'm, I'm wrong. As, as, as much as I'm right uh, about a lot of things, but, but the, the team answer is we're usually right. How did you get comfortable with that? I think, I think um, you know, it, it's very different than previously. I mean, previous generations of CEOs has been uh, somewhat autocratic. Uh, and, and I think that, that in, in my generation of, of leadership, uh, it's been much more collaborative and, and that's something I think you have to look at in the individual that, that uh, are they um, secure enough in their own standing to reach out and ask for help. And, and that's, that's particularly important. And I think, I think, you know, I'm friends with these, with these people too. Um, and I, I trust them. And if you have a team around you that you can, that you can trust, uh, uh, you can, and you can ask anything. Um, uh, it really I mean, it really does uh, solve for a better uh, a better response because if any of any of my executives, and they'll tell you if you ever sat in our in our uh, I guess the the CEO um, uh, staff uh, meetings that we have on a regular basis, um, you'd be surprised. And I think most people are surprised because they think you know I just sit there and pontificate about everything and make decisions and. And that's not the case. Uh, there's a there's a fruitful dialogue, and sometimes a challenging dialogue. So, I think I think it works out better for for the company. If you wind up with a, a leader who who just you know comes in every day and says this is the way it's going to be, and 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 you just you know go do what you're supposed to do, that you don't get the feedback you need to make you know, make partic particularly uh, decisions that need to be made. Uh, with a check and adjust type of type of attitude. Okay, this is going to be our last question. When you look at 2021, what excites you? You know, I, I am I am excited by not only the foundation this company has set, both operationally and culturally. Uh, it it when you look at it, I'm I'm just observing. I'm, I guess, I guess you know, you get later in your career. I've uh, average life of a CEO is about three and a half years. In our industry, it's about seven. I'm on my 10th year as CEO, and and I'm starting to just sit back and sort of observe the changes that are occurring and the people who are involved with that and people changing out. And I just, I just um, the sense of vibrancy, uh, you, know, just, you just watch what they're doing and you're just amazed at, at the energy at the uh, enthusiasm and certainly the ingenuity, and I, I think that just bodes well for AEP going forward. And uh, you know, when when my time ends as as CEO, 
um, uh, we've got to leave this company and and uh, in better shape than it was uh, even when I was here. And I think that's going to happen once we emerge, and we will emerge from the COVID nineteen environment. Uh, we will be moving, not only learning a lot from COVID-19 and how we operated and take that to our advantage going forward, but also we'll be able to fine-tune many of the cultural aspects that we put in place um, as a result of the trials and tribulations that we've been through. You learn a lot from adversity, and 2020 was a, was a huge year of adversity, and actually the first part of 21 was uh, a lot of adversity there too. But it teaches us a lot, and it teaches us how how to how strong our cultural foundation is, how strong our operational foundation, but but also how strong individuals in this company can really truly make a difference. That was very nice. I like that. <laughs> yeah, I do too. Yeah. <laughs> you know. It, no, that. I mean. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, I I think I think that's just. Uh, if we're successful, that's what we wind up with, and 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 I'm I'm convinced we're going to be very very successful. Yeah, that's one of the reasons I like talking to you is you do bring a lot of humanity to conversations like this. Well, one thing you have to realize, you know, in this job, and I mean we're still human, right? And and um, and there's some basic tenets of of being a CEO and that's, that's remembering where you came from. That's, that's number one. And I, I, like I said, I, I came from a lower socioeconomic family and, um, but, uh, but also I worked my way up through the ranks from starting at this company some 38, 39 years ago. And, and, uh, and you see people along the way, uh, people that are, they're dear to you, and and um, and you don't forget them, and and that's that's something that, you know, I can talk to the governor in the morning, but but talk to you know a frontline employee in the afternoon, but I get the same value of the conversation, maybe maybe even more uh, from from our employees in some cases, but but um, that's 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 truly important to be able to have that kind of that kind of dialogue. That was Nick Akins, CEO of American Electric Power. If you like this episode, please click subscribe. New episodes are posted every other week. Thank you for listening and stay safe.